Well, good morning and welcome to today's episode of Transformed. Today, I want to talk to you again on the story of Gideon getting out of that wine press. Today's topic is a confirming word. Before I go any further, I always want to thank Park Home for our studio furniture and also made by Vogel. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. According to USA Air Force Instruction, AFI 91-104, it's called the two-person concept. It is designed to present, I'm sorry, it is designed to prevent accidental or malicious launch of nuclear weapons by a single individual. In the case of Minutemen missile launch crews, both operators must agree that the launch order is valid by comparing an authorization code in the launch order against a sealed authenticator. A special sealed envelope which holds the code is what that is. These sealed authenticators are stored in a safe which has two separate locks. Each operator has a key to only one lock, so neither one can open the safe alone. Also, each operator has one of two launch keys once the order is verified. Then they must insert the keys and turn them simultaneously. A total of four keys are required to initiate a launch. For additional protection, the missile crew in another launch control center must do the same for the missiles to be launched. As a further precaution, the slots for the two launch keys are positioned far enough apart to make it impossible for one operator to reach both of them at the same time. Now, this protocol is to ensure that nuclear weapons are not released by a single individual. The orders are confirmed through a prescribed method. I mean, can you imagine having the ability to launch nuclear weapons in the hands of a single person without any means of confirmation whatsoever? Confirmation is absolutely necessary for the impending action. When you look at the life of Gideon, you see God coming to him and interrupting his life and calling him out of the wine press to go into battle against the enemy of God's people. And when you do this, what you find is an incredible God who is incredibly rich in the ability to give confirmation to his people. Again, look at what he did. He interrupted his life. He said, I want you to get confront the evil that is terrorizing my people. I want you to get out of this wine press and I want you to deliver them. I don't know about you, but before I stepped out of that wine press to confront that enemy, I'd want to know that it absolutely was God that was talking to me and it wasn't the pizza I ate last night or the dream I had. I want to know it's God. So for Gideon to get out of that wine press, he would need a confirming word from God. The great thing about God is he's willing to do that. He's willing to confirm those he chooses. He's willing to confirm a word when he gives a word. You know, uh, some people like to remember Jesus rebuking the Pharisees for looking for a sign to prove his divinity. But that wasn't Gideon's mindset. He wasn't asking for a sign for God to prove his divinity or to prove himself. He was looking for a, a, a sign that would confirm that he had indeed heard correctly and that he was, this was God. It was not a request to relieve doubt, but a request to be certain it was God. Um, 
if it had been the other kind of request, I don't think God would have honored it. And so Gideon did something. He said, I'm going to prepare an offering for you. And so God, so he prepares an offering for God through which God manifests to himself to Gideon. I think it's a profound principle that we find in scripture. When a man or a woman will host the presence of God in a humble, honoring, and hospitable fashion, the God of heaven is willing to make himself real to them. Gideon didn't wait for God to prove himself before preparing the offering. As a matter of fact, Gideon proved himself to God with his offering. Once he demonstrated his heart towards God, I believe God readily confirmed his word and his presence in Gideon's life. Gideon wasn't sitting there and coming with an arrogant and haughty spirit, all right, waiting for God to confirm himself. No, he came with a humble, voluntary offering as an act of hospitality and honor to God, who then confirmed his word. You know, even when you think about Jesus, Jesus, after his death and after his burial and his resurrection, he appeared to his disciples as a confirming word. It was a confirmation that he had indeed risen. I mean, they were to go on a life's mission that he commanded them to go on. He had put a mandate upon their life. He had put a commission on their life. You'd want to know he really is resurrected. And he came and he gave a confirming word to them. He was even gracious and loving to the one we love to call Doubting Thomas. Think about this. God may be calling you. God may be saying to you, I want you to leave something you've always known. I want you to step away from all you've ever known. I, I want you to step away from the things you've known all of your life. I want you to step away from those things that you're comfortable with. And even though you have heard God clearly, the thought of entering into it unnerves you, almost to the point of fear of not doing it. Take heart from Gideon. Take a lesson from Gideon. Ask God, not in a doubtful, haughty, arrogant way, but in a way that's, God, I really want to know it's you. I'm going to tell you what, God is rich in confirmation. But why is he rich in confirmation? Listen to me. Because he's God who knows that he has just put a God-sized idea in your life. The thing that he told Gideon to do wasn't Gideon's idea, and it wasn't something Gideon could accomplish in his own strength. And if God is putting that size of an idea in your heart and in your mind, wouldn't he want to confirm it? Shouldn't something that comes from the one who is unfathomable cause us to shake when thinking it's even fathomable? Truly, his ways are not our ways, and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He knows that. That's why I believe he's more than willing to urge us by confirming a word that he gives to us. And so let me encourage you today. You may be getting challenged to get out of that wine press. You might have a God-sized idea. You may have indeed heard the voice of God, but maybe there's a little hesitancy creeping in. I'll make you a promise. If you ask him, God is more than willing and gracious to give you a confirming word. Have a great week.